Today's episode of Off The Block Swimming Podcast is proudly brought to you by our great sponsors, DMC Fins. DMC Fins are the best training fins in the business. Just have a look around in everybody's kit bag on pool deck and there's a pair of DMC Fins in there. Swimmers, surfers, they're all using DMC Fins as their choice of aquatic propulsion. Even superstar Cody Simpson is using DMC Fins to help with his training towards Paris 2024. Head over to dmcfins.com.au right now for all the latest deals and discounts on fins as well as hand paddles and other training aids and use the promotion code OFF THE BLOCKS for a 10% discount at checkout. Australia in four, the United States in five. Up, McKenzie at the bottom, stubborn to Schlanger in six, then to the yellow lane, Henry. Green start, Newell's got into the water quickly, but so did Joyce. Was short of Germany was away well. They'll go to the wall all together. Pick that one. Bloomer at back ahead of Manuel and Erich Amenya. What a shot, Peterson stumps her authority on another 200 Bristol. Now Henry is starting to come out now. Hello everyone and welcome for another week to the Shannon Rollison podcast, joined once again by the host himself. The star of the show, Mr. Shannon Rollison. Shannon, how are you, mate? Good morning, Robbie. Very well, thanks. <clears throat> it's uh, starting to get cool here in Canberra last week. And so I think it's the it jumpers on. on about five. Yeah, jumpers are out. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why all the Raiders are starting to try and get out of there. They just realize, you know what? Life's not meant to be like this. It's just not meant to be so cold. Well, well certainly football games aren't meant to be like that last weekend. Yeah, well, yeah, no. Point a minute, wasn't it, in the second half? Yeah, it wasn't pretty. And then the Jack Whiten, and he wants to get out. I think he might end up a dolphin. He might end up on up in Brisbane. Mm-hmm. Who knows, up at Redcliffe. Um, bore our listeners with the rugby league talk again. But, uh, no, it's definitely definitely a cold place to be. That's why um, I've always liked going down there through winter, though, because I actually like the cold. So it doesn't, the cold doesn't bother me. Um doesn't bother me at all. What does the cold do to the grass, though, Shannon? Because we haven't mentioned your lawn for quite a while. What is when it gets cold? What happens to your lawn? Well, it depends what grass you got. So if you've got a summer grass, it's all over Red Rover and it goes dormant. And if you've got a winter grass, it uh, thrives. What so, have you got? And, well, I'm trying to trans transition. <laughs> I'm in a transition phase. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Transitioning from winter to summer grass. So Who would hopefully have I won't need to use so much water. <laughs> Who would have known that you different grasses and <laughs> um I'm always I do I must admit, like in terms of grass, I always marvel when you go to the rugby league grounds or even a cricket ground and you look at the grass, you're like, God damn, there's some good grass out there. But I just don't think yeah. I'd ever have the time or the patience to have it looking that good. Patience. Yeah. Yeah, no. Patience is something I lack quite a lot of, Shannon. Now, how's your week been? Um, obviously, 
We've got some news, uh, which I'll get to in a minute. But outside of that, with, you, with your group, how's your uh, week been in preparation for Aussie Champs coming up in a couple of weeks? You froze there, Robbie. You froze too. <laughs> oh, it's the internet. It's the internet here at Peakhurst. So you didn't hear my question then. <laughs> no, so the last thing I heard was you wouldn't have, and you were about to say patience. So I finished it. Finished oh, the word. Okay. Well, I, then I went on to say, "How's your week been?" Because <laughs> uh, if you were going to say patience, I thought, "Geez," <laughs> and you're a swimming coach. Yeah. No patience. It's, it's, I have to work hard to keep patient. I do lack it. It's the immaturity in me, Shannon. Uh, well, we're all immature at some point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, my week. Yeah, it's been a it's been a good week. Um, we, you know, <laughs> we're trying to land the plane. There's a bit of bumpy uh, air turbulence going on at the moment. Mm. So, um, but uh, all good. Uh, the open guys are still working. So, um, and uh, yeah, I think last week you asked me how my week was. I said it was busy. Yeah, and uh, came out on the weekend. Bronte Campbell is uh, joining the program so um hence i did have a busy week when she was down so yeah i wanted to pick a bone with you about this so <laughs> this just goes to show how how little we've learnt over 26 episodes of having a podcast you have our own show that we could announce shit on and have the exclusive <laughs> we could have exclusive we could have been the first to put something out but no, there's Bronte on Wild World of Sports telling everyone that she's going to train with Shannon Rollinson. It's Shannon Rollinson, by the way. We're going to have to let her know that too. And like, all the while I'm thinking, this guy, is. We, we, we've got our own podcast. We could have been the exclusive. We could have had it out on Channel, on Channel 9, on Fox Sports. You could have been on there, Shannon, doing an interview with people on Fox Sports News. <laughs> oh, no. Well, look, to be fair, I got home. Where was I Sunday morning? I was, I was out walking the dog, had a coffee with Elle and uh, one of her friends, Karen, and got back uh, and I was about to go to the Italian car show and I was getting ready and uh, John Shaw texted me. So said, oh, it's official now. I'm, uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> that was news to me as well. I didn't even know she was on the show. <laughs> But, um, yes, her pronunciation of my last name, which I never thought was really that hard, uh, <laughs> better job than um, the bloke from Channel 9 who did the uh, the World Short Course. Mm. I didn't have the heart to say to Dave last week. He botched up my last name. <laughs> anyway, it's okay. I can't even remember his name. <laughs> no, I didn't think it was ever that hard either, but no. <laughs> Just kept thinking, we've got our own show, Shannon. How, how have we not broken this news? That's <laughs> all we've got. We, we don't get the opportunity to break many new, you know, other than trying to do some bold predictions with world records and stuff like that. Oh, dearie me. Yeah, so, well, anyway, now that we've mentioned I that. I could have said something, but no, uh, no, I felt okay. it was her place. It's all right. It's all right. I just wanted to bust your balls about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, now that we've mentioned it, though, you know, obviously that's exciting for the program, for you, but also it comes with its own, you know, unique challenges as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, 
yeah, Bronte's got a history of injuries and things like that over the last part of her, her um, career. So it'll, there'll be a lot of uh, managing that and um, look and look and see, you know, try and, you know, the first so many months is just going to be, you know, what can, what can she handle and things like that. And, um, but, uh, and then, you know, the other side of it is she's what, 26, 27 now, something like that. So, but I've, I've got plenty of experience with, with that sort of age of athlete. Um, looking forward to it. Um, she's, you know, she's been, hasn't trained for about 18 months. Um, might even be longer than that. Um, let's hope it's only 18 months. <laughs> um, but, uh, She's she's in really good uh, condition. Um, she's been doing gym. She's she's strong, um, and she's been keeping active. So you know, um, all we got to do is get the swimming part right. So, um, so she's doing uh, you know doing some programs that I, I'm setting at the moment in Sydney, and then she'll transition down to Canberra in the next few weeks, and mm. um, and we'll just make it work. Well, it's exciting for sure. Was there any uh, trepidation on your part? Obviously, you've got a bit of a program set up there. You're already sort of rocking and rolling. Everything's running smoothly. You got your plans. You knew where you were heading. This kind of a little bit of a curveball into that. Was there any part of you that went, "All right, just let, let's just let me have a real good think about this"? And not that you couldn't do it. Obviously, you back yourself in, and anyone that knows, obviously, what you've done in your career know you're well you know experienced and qualified to do it which is probably why Bronte's coming to you because you're probably you know one of the more uniquely qualified men for the job Shannon which is a bit of a wrap for you after I've just slapped you in the face before <laughs> um, <laughs> but obviously as I said you're, you're not in your comfort zone but you're pretty set there at the moment and you knew where you were heading this kind of throws a little bit of a curveball in was there a little bit of you that had to sit back and sort of think about it for a minute or were you pretty much straight away, yeah, no, we can do it, easy? Um, <clears throat> yeah, look, I mean, event-wise, it's, you know, it's one of, one of my favourite events. So so from that side of things, it, I didn't give it a second thought. Um, it, yeah, Bronte had it been Bronte Campbell, the 800-metre swimmer, uh, yeah, no, it, it would be a no-go um, because the program's just not, you know, it, it would have been creating a whole new page to the program. So, um, so from a program point of view, I think it'll fit in uh, well. Um, the challenge is always, you know, uh, something that appeals to me. Uh, I think she'll be a great role model for the group, uh, and I saw that with Jess Hanson when she came in. It really lifted um, the swimmers. Uh, and just their self-esteem around being part of that program. So I think Bronnie br bring a lot of things like that um, and her professionalism, um, which will be something that will just, uh, you know, I think it will and hopefully rub off on, on some of the other, other swimmers in the squad. Yeah, well, yeah, she brings a wealth of experience. She's going to aim towards her fourth Olympic Games, which I think puts her in... You know, only five Australians ever to do that, I think. Yeah. Uh, her sister being one of them. Um, so no doubt she brings that. Um, a lovely girl, by the way. I've had her on the podcast and I've had a few chats to her um, behind the scenes and, and very lovely. And she's into pottery, Shannon. Do you reckon you'd, you'd get around that as well? You might 
Go do some pottery stuff. I reckon Els would love a bit of pottery stuff. <laughs> well, I am a qualified graphic artist uh, many mm. moons ago. Um, so, uh, but I can distinctly remember that I think I failed pottery uh, <laughs> at school when we did that that section. It was never part of my forte. Yeah, <laughs> I think I. Um, this is going back. I think the last thing I did was an ashtray. <laughs> Not sure you'd be allowed to do an ashtray anymore. No, I don't know if many ashtrays are being made anymore. Uh, certainly not in high schools anyway. Um, I've never smoked, but I think I just thought the ashtray looked small enough and simple enough, and no, nah, it wasn't. Yeah. Well, we've always got a relative that needed it. I grew up in Campbelltown. There's always someone who smoked a few packs of Winnie Blues a day, so <laughs> there's always someone who could make use of it. Um and I think, uh, I think Bronte would tell you anyway, Shannon, not all of them are made to be um, perfect and great. I mean, I remember when I had her on, she was showing me a couple of little things that were just things that you and I would probably go, oh, that's a waste of space, chuck it away. She wastes nothing. She keeps it all. She made one into a pencil holder and all sorts of things. So, oh, yeah. So, you know, not everything is made to be perfect. Sometimes it just is what it is. Very true. Uh, she's into um, plants and stuff things like that, indoor plants. Uh, when she was down, she checked out the Arboretum um, and or down, I should say, up, 600 metres up the hill. Yeah, um, corrected me on that a few times. <laughs> yeah, so she went out to the Arboretum, had a good look around there, um, and uh, so she might be able to help me with the lawn. There you go. There you go. Get, get her out there. Get her out there having a look at the lawns. <laughs> Poor Bronte going down there to try and make her fourth Olympics. Shannon's putting her to work out, out on the lawns. What do you think of this? Is that blended nicely enough? Have we transferred over to winter lawn yet? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Today's episode of the podcast is proudly brought to you by Arena Australia. Arena are the very best swimming brand in the business, whether you're after the best race suits, racing training goggles, training aids, or even team gear for your clubs. Arena Australia other way to go. If you don't believe me, just look up on the blocks at the finals of most events at either nationals or international events and you'll see the Arena logo front and centre on the fastest swimmers' race suits. They just are the best. Head over to arenaswimming.com.au right now for all the latest sales and discounts and let them know that Off The Block Swimming Podcast sent you. It's been a big week in swimming though, eh? It has been a big week in swimming. We're going to transfer over to that as well. Um, and I wanted to, I, I guess, give you some more flowers, Shannon. Last time when we talked about world records, um, you mentioned that Erica Fairweather would be up there uh, when it comes time to Paris. So we're not quite there yet. If you look at what Summer McIntosh did and what we're about to say, she's still got a little ways to go. But um, Erica Fairweather had a, a tremendous meet at the New Zealand Open. Uh, I think she became the fifth fastest 400 freestyler, uh, 40062. Um, so more flowers to you because you did predict that. You did get to see her uh, for a little bit through January, I think you said. So uh, she's certainly, and we've got more, I'll, I'll cover what Summer went on to do after we after we, we pumped her tyres up and then look, you know, we can take credit for it, but look at her go. Um, but yeah, no, Erica did a great job over the weekend. Yeah, and she went uh, one fifty five uh, six, I think it was in the heat, and then one fifty five four in the final, breaking the New Zealand record. And I think that was about a two second drop um, 
So, uh, and and that did not come to, as any surprise to me. I was mightily impressed with her when she spent a little bit of time in the program in January, and then and she's coming back uh, in the next couple of weeks. Um, and uh, some of the sets, well, one set in particular was just off the charts. And I've had a couple of girls swim 157, 158, and uh, I thought there's no way they could have done that. So um, hence 155, you know, it's probably just the start of things really. Mm. What set is this, Shannon? What what set was it that you saw? Oh, we, we just did a set and it was uh, four ones and um and a 200 three rounds and you just had to hold the 200 the same speed as the 100s and i think we agreed it was only a second or third day in and she'd done a really hard set on the monday and this was this was tuesday afternoon and i said i'll just hold 105s and push two tens so she was um she's holding 103s and pushing 206s and then um uh and and doing it comfortably i might add and uh anyway and then on the second last one she said oh can i go beside um one of the boys and i said yeah yeah no worries uh so she had 10 seconds less rest and pushed 202 <laughs> and even split it yeah so she knocked impressive. the wind out of one of my boys <laughs> i had a bit of patchwork to do <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's good. Um, no, well, she, uh, you know, as I said, she's a she's a great girl, um, very humble and down to earth, and great sense of humour. And uh, I've had her on a few times, um, but I know, yeah, you mentioned that she was one to look out for, and then, lo and behold, uh, a week later, there she is smashing it down there in New Zealand. Uh, and then also, we had following our podcast about world records. Uh, we had Summer McIntosh just having the time of her life over there. So I want to run through uh, some of these. Obviously, we know the 400 freestyle world record. She then went on to break the 200 IM junior world record with a 206.89, the 200 free junior world record, 153.91, the 200 fly junior world record, 204.70, uh, and then the 400 IM world record. Uh, uh, sorry, 425.87. So just in some in the form of her life over there flying, uh, you must have been pretty impressed seeing some of that stuff. Yeah, I mean, uh, again, su Sunday morning, um, I got that text message from one of my swimmers and uh, um, with that result, it was like 106 for the 100 back. Yeah. Uh, was she out sub minute? Pretty sure she was out in under the minute. One eighteen, back in a minute for the freestyle. Uh, very good splitting. Um, backstroke leg was very impressive, and uh, I think she was home in twenty nine for that last lap of the four hundred. I don't yeah, have the and, you know, in front of me, but yeah, it would have been quick. And to break Katinka, it's record from Rio. And we were only just a couple of weeks talking about pod on the podcast about world records, weren't we? And mm. Yeah, that was a very impressive world record by Katinka and who I think you said had broken the most world records? For a female, yeah, she had 20. Yeah. So she had 18 uh, short course and two long course. Yeah. So that and, was one uh, of them. Now she's got one. Yeah. So, you, you know, um, 
an impressive world record to knock off, as you know, all world records are. But um, yeah, impressive. So, and she's only sixteen. Yeah. So that's what I was going to say to you. Um, you're just noticing that the world records she knocked off were the four hundreds, and the, the the junior worlds were the two hundreds. Do you think over time she's sixteen, so she's still going to keep growing and developing? Do you think? then the 200s are going to start to come into it. Do you think maybe just size is what she's not quite there for the actual world records on the two, just with the power or? Yeah. I mean, she might be fully grown. Who knows? Uh, you yeah. know, um, it wouldn't be unrealistic to think she won't get any taller. You know, plenty of girls sort of reach their maximum height at around that age. But she'd, you'd definitely think she'd get stronger. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, and those shorter distances will come, you know. So, um, world junior world records don't sort of really mean that much to me. Um, I'm I'm actually just more impressed with just you know two hundred four for turn of fly, two hundred six turn of am. Um, so, yeah, uh, what an athlete! So, congratulations to her. Yeah, yeah, no, we said that, well, we said that last time too, didn't we? And as I said, she's gone on to, to smash it and do a lot more. Congratulations to the, the coaching team and everyone that's around her. And they've got a bit of a job to do now for sure that, you know, we're a year out um, mm. and, and no doubt she's firmly put her, you know, her, a target on her back a little bit as well with some of the, the swims she's done. She'll be going in there as a, a favourite to watch. Um, she'll be going in there um as obviously you know one of canada's big ones to watch um yeah they'll have to manage that well um that's a big part of you know swimming at your best at the big meets and it'll be interesting to see what events she does um but you know like has she, has she won a world championship yet i don't think she has has she i don't think so yeah so you know, um, I mean, really, I mean, when you're a 14-year-old in an Olympic final, people should be taking notice anyway. So yeah. she's, she's got Olympic final experience, and um, but she won't be going in as defending Olympic champion or anything like that. So, you know, the, uh, it'll be interesting. It'll be good. But there's as long as they manage outside of the pool stuff well um but you know it, it's it has all the hallmarks of i mean this year's world's 400's got all the hallmarks of being a cracker mm. and, um yeah one not to miss and hopefully you know all four swimmers are still you know at their best in a 12 months time and in the olympic finals you know we'll see what happens this year and then the olympic final will only be better next year yeah, well, it's going to be interesting, um, the, especially this year, because we haven't really seen Ariane do too much big racing, have we? No, wouldn't she go 401, I think, at New South Wales? Um, yeah. She's done some pretty good sets. I've seen them. Um, like, she, she's probably doing the work. Like, we just haven't seen her come out yeah. full flight yet for a while have we you know she yeah. did what she had to do in new south wales uh, stayed open but she's not really been on a big um stage or or no doubt you know if we look back to trials when she broke the world record 
um, that was kind of a, I guess, a shot across the bow a little bit just to say, hey, look, this is where we're at. She sort of hasn't done any of that nor has she needed to. So we don't, you know, in terms of, you know, looking at it from their point of view, we haven't seen where she's at yet. Yeah, that's right. So, um, yeah, no, looking forward to the World Champs. Yeah, it's going to be... It's going to be exciting. Um, what about uh, Channel Nine picking up the Australian Championship, Shannon? So swimming's back on Channel Nine. Yeah, Ellsworth said that to me yesterday. I didn't. I hadn't even heard of it. So I would have. Luckily, she said something. I'd have been next Sunday going bloody Channel Seven. <laughs> Amazon Prime. Why have I still got a subscription to this stuff? <laughs> so, yeah. So. What's it going to be? What's is it? Stan? Is no, it, it says Stan? nine now, so it'll just nine be. Now. I'm assuming it'll be on an app. It won't probably be on prime time or anything. You'll have to get the app and ah. have a look through there. But um, it's still start good. Working on that very early. It'll take me days to get that. <laughs> uh, it'll be good. Um, it, it's good to just have it being accessible to everybody for everyone to be able to see for grandparents and aunties and uncles and. Uh, you're going to get more people, especially age, because it's on age. Uh, I think age yeah. is on nine now as well. So, yeah, um, yeah, they won't have to sit in the car park and listen. Yeah, watch the, that big screen or like a drive-in movie or whatever they're going to put up. <laughs> I don't know what they're setting up, but um, yeah. Well, David mentioned, didn't he, that they were he was trying to tee something up. I think he's looking uh, more so for world champs and stuff like that, isn't he? But mm. I know, um, yeah, he was talking Channel Nine, so. Um, yeah, that's exciting. It's good to have them on. And just doubling back to Summer Macintosh, Shannon, because I was just while you were talking, I was having a think about it. I think the pressure is going to be more so probably put on her when you look at a lot of the Canadian swimmers now that are starting to either get older, like Brenton Hayden or um, Penny Alexiak. I know she's not super old, but I don't know if she's still if she's firing on all cylinders going around again. I, I don't know what she's up to, but certainly she's going to be some of the pinup girl coming around this time isn't she so as you said they're going to have to manage it because you know yeah i mean but maggie mcneil like don't get me wrong there's a few there but yeah, when you start right. making waves like this and knocking off world records you all of a sudden get put up in lights and on that podium pretty quick from your country yeah so they, they will have to manage that but there's still plenty of good swimmers around her that um will be able to support you know um yeah they've got massey the backstroker and um you know penny i mean i'm trying to think well she was 17 in rio so she should be almost coming into prime years yeah so. no, she's not too i'm not saying she's too old i just haven't heard or seen much from her for a little bit so yeah and i know from a um a star status um, over in Ca in Canada, she was pretty big. She's so yeah. whether she she might have other opportunities, she might not need to keep going on. She might have other you know opportunities in fashion or stuff outside of that. So well, they should have a pretty good relay. So I'm pretty sure they have to be up there Olympic wise. I'm sure, they won an Olympic medal in the medley relay, women's medley relay in Tokyo. Yeah. I don't know for sure, but I just they they had a pretty good year, didn't yeah. they? Um, so, uh, and just thinking off the top of my head, they've got a good team. So, you know, she's not a standalone. Like in 
in years gone by or so th- it's manageable i reckon yeah you know? yeah so no all good well i might have egg on my face they might win the bloody the women's relay with uh, all all those other swimmers but i don't know i just it, maggie mcneil she's done it a few times now yeah. so I'm just starting yeah. to see they're probably going to be great for experience, for sure, and they're still going to be in and around it, don't get me wrong. But. Well, Maggie, Maggie's the Olympic champion, isn't she? So, yeah. um, you know, so they've got plenty of other people that can share some of that load. Yeah. All right, Shannon, have you got anything else to talk about today? Have you got any other little hidden gems under the rock that you haven't let me know that we're about to see on bloody Fox Sports News or something? <laughs> Is there anyone else coming down? No. No, no, no. So. Jesus Christ. Um, (laughs) uh, Listen, I just want to finish with um, obviously just touching on obviously uh, Bronte again uh, before we finish up. So obviously she's coming down in two weeks. I think she did put on her uh, Instagram post that she's been doing a bit of training since January. She's been in the pool since January doing some training. So. Yeah, she's come down there with a bit of fitness. Um, no, no. <laughs> For you, with that sort of situation, is it being super individual? Is she falling in line with the program they've already got? Is it coaching individual in a group environment? Because obviously, as I said, you know, not because you've got swimmers who are probably planning to try and make a team then as well. So it's not super yeah. unique, but obviously you know, the pressures around her going to a fourth and all that sort of stuff doesn't weigh on you so much, but it comes into your thinking. Um, Programming-wise, do you look at it or have you not even thought about that yet? Because you said you only got a call like the other week. So have you not even thought about that yet? Or is it, you know, she falls in line with everyone else, individualised a little bit, or is it sort of a separate program where every now and then she joins? Yeah, no, she'll fall in with, with everybody else for um oh off you know off the top of my head maybe 50 percent of the program and then there'll be a fair bit of tweaking and individualization um and then you know so just say you know you might have a set and as i say it's 850s and some people are doing all 850s well bronte might be doing one on one off or two on one off something like that so there's, there's that way you can individualize it um, but there'll also be times that I definitely know um, where it'll be just she'll have to come in and and we'll just go one on one, you know, uh, or maybe one on one and two. There might be someone else in the program that that particular session would suit. Um, but that's nothing I haven't done in the past, you know. Um, even going back to Chandler days. Uh, on Friday mornings, you know, they were they, they were um, a morning off unless you missed something or um, – and uh, Jody would get me out of bed on a Friday morning and I'd have to go in and do a – because she'd missed Monday morning or something like that. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, but they're all good, always good opportunities and I look back on some of those sets with Jody and the best sets I can remember anyone doing. Mm. Um I used to do that a fair bit with Rega in in Denmark because she was the only breaststroker in a group of eleven or twelve athletes, uh, and there'd be you know you do your best to try and incorporate it all, but there's just times when you know it's just not going to work, uh, and rather than the whole thing sort of crumble like it 
like a dried up cake in front of you and you just go, I was so looking forward to this session and it's just all gone to poo. Mm. Um, Yeah, you've just got to, you know what, you come in at two, we're going to do this session at two and then the rest of the group comes in at four or something like that. And, yeah, I'm in a predicament um, at the AOS. Um, You know, we've got a fantastic facility and we can do that, you know. So, um, uh, and, and, you know, um, let's not kid ourselves. She's, um, you know, my squad's not stacked with any big names, you know. So I can easily do that with her. So Yeah. Um, (coughs) Pardon me. We just mentioned before circling back with injuries and stuff like that how important is it for you to obviously wrap your head around what the injuries are and then have a look at developing ways to do you stay away from them do you try and fix them do you do you you know you don't sounds like you've got a long time but you don't really so do you have time to fix them or is it a a more of a let's stay away from it and not re-injure yourself anymore uh, well, she's she, it's the best she's felt in eighteen months, really. So, um, hence part of her um, giving it another go. And uh, so, I've just tried to get my head around what they've been, and there's quite a few of them. Um, and um, I've got to work out the triggers, you know. And uh, you know. I'm I'm going to try and change a few things, and I'm I'm fingers crossed that 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 may help in that area. You know, in um, yeah, prevention is better than cure. Um, so I'm going to try and you know uh, work out the, what the triggers are and stay away from them, and hopefully some of the changes, and they're not big changes, just small changes here and there. They may have an effect, uh, and then I'll be you know. Leaning on uh, the physio, um, Kylie Holt's going to look after her, um, and um, you know you, she's one of the best physios in the country, and probably the best around shoulders. So, um, you know, couldn't think of anyone else I'd rather have there, you know, in, in our corner, so to speak. Well, it's going to be an exciting ride, Shannon. Congratulations on. Uh on getting to to work with Bronte and obviously it's going to make this next year, as I said, add a bit of spice to it. You probably already had an idea of what you were going to be trying to do and you're probably not going anywhere different to where you were heading, but it certainly sprinkled a bit of spice into the program for sure and added, as you said, a bit more of a challenge, which uh, knowing you, I know you thrive on that sort of stuff and you love that sort of stuff and you'd be probably getting G'd up behind the scenes with people thinking that they, it's not going to happen and it's a waste of time and what's the point of this and she can't just come back and there's, the girls are going way faster these days. She can't just make a team and all of that, I think, uh, if someone knows you, probably plays into your hands. You're never going to openly say that, so no one's ever going to hear Shannon say that, but behind the scenes, when he's, when he's just the, the beautiful mind is working, that's that's the way it's that's thinking. That's all a little bit of fuel for the fire. So... And in in um, obviously for for Bronte, it's probably fuel for her fire too. She probably knows that people would be thinking that and saying that, and it adds a little bit of spice to that as well. So you know, good luck with all of that. Uh, I'm glad that we got to talk about it now. Um... <laughs> <laughs> well, last week's show with David was a cracker, so I thought you know we couldn't oh. bring it up then. 
It's all right. Look, for, for, for the listener, I mean, Shannon, it's, this is the podcast game is new to him and the media stuff. And, you know, remember last week when I hadn't even introduced David yet and you were saying, hey, David, how are you, mate? And no one even <laughs> knew David was there. I hadn't introduced him yet. <laughs> so, you know, we're getting there. We're getting there. We're slowly getting there. I, I'm an amateur. What can I say? We'll have to try and get Bronte on at some stage in the year now that she's going to be down there. She can jump on and be a special guest. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll text her. I'll say, since now you're down there and you're going to be seeing Shannon anyway, let's get you back on for a chat. But, um, mate, what else you got going on this week before we wrap it up? you got obviously getting everyone ready for age. You're not going to age, though. You're staying back to get the, the open yeah, guys open ready. Guys. ready. Yeah, so just tapering the three that I've got going. Um, you know, so, uh, and then you know, I'll just meet with them at the end of the week and try and get them, you know, I'll, I'll write some stuff out. Um, Laura will look after them. Um, you know, Laura from Cruise Club, mm-hmm. they're all in the Cruise Club. So uh, hopefully, you know, it all goes smoothly, but you never know. Um, and, um, yeah, with with one of the three, it's it'll be our first meet. You know, first big meet. So that's always a roll of the of the dice. But um, yeah, and then uh, yeah, hopefully, yeah, I'll just keep my fingers crossed, like everybody else in coaching the world. <laughs> yeah, I know some of the listeners will be wanting to because a lot of the listeners, the coaches, uh, your daughter, how's she been preparing? You know, obviously. Anyone who coaches in New South Wales would have seen her at state age and and how phenomenally well she did there. Um, but also we know that, you know, at that age group, it's a bit of a roller coaster too because I know some of her heat swims weren't that crash hot either. So she had average and then she had just brilliant swims. How's she been um, preparing for age? Yeah, she's been good. Um, we've only raced her once since Open, so uh, not since Opens, but since... Um, yeah, the December age meet last year. So, um, you know, she's taking in a stride. She's training really well. You know, I've got that thing. We're just training to train. Um, so uh, she'll go up. It'll be a new experience for her. Um, uh, I think, yeah, she's ranked, you know, in the top five, I think, in two events. Um, uh, she was ranked pretty good in the in the medley uh, on day one, but she's not entered we're not entering her in that um so um yeah i think she's only entered well she's entered uh, qualified for about 10 races but you know she's only doing the two so you know it's just small steps still um having said that i'm gonna race her in sydney at the sydney open mm-hmm. um in about what well, i think it's about three weeks after age is it in may something yeah mid-may um and um yeah that'll be her first sort of open meet so i think the thing to keep in mind is yeah it's it's a first age nationals um and and this is the same for anyone who's out there um parents or coaches but there'll be another meet yeah you know in three weeks time she'll be racing again so and then there'll be another one after that you know so yeah, it's not always easy to do, but you've got to try and keep it all in p- perspective. So I'll be happy if she gets a second swim uh, in the two races that she does. Like you say, she can sometimes sort of uh, waft her off 
in the heat heatland. Yeah. <laughs> she won't be able to go missing um, <laughs> in uh, at, at national age. And but at the end of the day, if if that's what she has to learn, mm. oh well, then it's done its job, hasn't hasn't it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, no. Well, a good advice there, and for all the parents listening. You know, obviously that's Shannon's daughter, so he's not just talking from a coaching perspective, he's talking from a parent perspective as well, which I think is great advice in terms of, you know, it's not the be all and end all, it's all learning. As you said, it's training to train and, you know, we're certainly not training to win yet, are we? We're not at that stage for no. for those guys. So uh, it's all experience and especially for those younger 13, 14 year old girls, 14 year old boys going up for their first age nationals. Um, these are, times and experiences that they've never they've never felt before they've never walked into the pool and had the amount of people that are going to be wandering around and running around everywhere and uh, the sort of pressure that they feel when they come out and so it's all about managing that and then just enjoying the ride isn't it yeah that's right no, yeah we we spoke last week about where was yeah nationals who had nationals and cities different cities and you know 986 was my first had a great time, just loved it. Um, we'll never, never forget it. And um, yeah, it was a crappy pool, but <laughs> but I swam well because I just had a great time, you know. So you know, you, you're probably never going to forget your first of, of, of you know of national meet. You know, I you know Manly Warringah was my first national o uh, open meet as a coach. Uh, you know, that was short course, um, first age national as a coach. So that, those things, they're, they're big moments. And um, sometimes, you know, when you've been to, you know, Olympics and Worlds and or you've coached for 20 years and th you forget that they're big moments, you yeah. know. Um, so I, th I think it's it's good just to remind yourself that this is someone's first, whoever it is, and... Um, it will be a big moment and they'll remember it. So you, you, hopefully, you know, they'll, it's easier to remember if they swim well, but you don't always get that. So um, you don't want it, the things that you can control, um, you want that to be as positive as, as you can. Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's great advice, as I said, for all the, the parents that listen or any of the swimmers that listen. Um, I do know... You know, I had someone tell me the other day, Shannon, that um, they listen to the podcast when they go to bed, so it helps them go to sleep. So I don't know whether that's a, is that a good thing or a bad thing. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if that was, and that was serious too. I think they yeah. meant it as a nice thing, like, oh, when I'm, you know, Are you sure? And, oh, I don't know. And I just kept, I'm that boring. They just fall asleep. So <laughs> I do know that some of the swimmers listen as well. So. If you are a swimmer and a young swimmer that's heading to their first nationals or second, then take it all in your stride, guys. Now, uh, we're going to have a bit of a break from the podcast for a few weeks. Obviously, it's starting to ramp up. Um, you know, Shannon's got open nationals. Uh, and then after that, I'm going on holidays for a couple of weeks, going on a cruise. You ever been on a cruise, Shannon? No. My dad's about to do his first. Oh, He's yeah? in his 70s. So, um, yeah, you could have knocked me over with a feather. When he told me, it's like, you're the last person in the world I ever thought would do that. Just not interested. Are you not interested in going in one or just never had the opportunities or? Uh, never really been, yeah, on my bucket list, but a river cruise is oh. in Europe. Ah, yes, yes. 
I love trains. Yeah. I want to do a few train trips. Yeah. And the river cruises. That would be my cup of tea. Yeah. Not so busy, not so many people, you know, so. I can see myself when I'm older and semi-retired doing a lot of that stuff because I mm. love just getting around and traveling. And if I've got the time, I love traveling. But, no, cruises are good. Um, we've been on one before and you just go around to the Pacific Islands and. Yeah. Drop in. We've got to be careful in Numea. They've had some shark attacks, so I don't know if we're allowed to be in the, if we're allowed to go swimming at the moment because there's some great white sharks circling around out there apparently. In Numea? Yeah. I would have thought there would be more tiger sharks. Well, I don't know what they are, Shannon. I might have just made that bit up about the great whites. (laughs) I know there were shark attacks, that's for sure. Um, So, yeah, we're going to be getting around for 10 days. So for the podcast, um, obviously you're listening to this on what date are we here when you're listening to this? Let me find it here. Oh, you're listening to this on the 14th of April. So we're going to have a couple of weeks off there. uh, And then we should be back on the 5th of May, maybe the 12th of May, depending on what Shannon and I schedules are. But we're going to have a couple of weeks off, that's for sure. So that'd be like the week before Sydney Open. Yeah. So we're going to have a chat and lead up to that. But, um, yeah, for all, the, for all the listeners, thanks for joining us again this week. Good luck to all of those if you are in. So if you're listening to this, we're already there. We're at eight. So uh, if the week hasn't started the way you were hoping, don't worry. It's all good. You've still got today and tomorrow and if things can go well. And if you're uh, gearing up for Open Nationals, uh, which is a few days away from the time you're listening to this, uh, good luck. And good luck to Shannon and his team heading up there as well. Um, and we'll uh, catch you all guys again when we come back after holidays and after a bit of a break, Shannon. Yeah, good luck to you too, Robbie. Thanks, mate. Landing the plane. We'll see how that goes. I'm trying not to think about it. I'm t- Dude, <laughs> just put it on autopilot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Although I've been watching a lot of um, airplane crash investigation shows and all that sort of stuff, so I don't know. Maybe they've just got a thing with it. I don't know. Have you ever seen any of those? MH370 or whatever it is and planes disappearing and... No, I don't want to see any of that. (laughs) I don't want to either. I've just got some sort of a morbid uh, fascination with stuff like that. I don't know why. Anyway. It's a podcast for another day. We'll get into Shannon's phobia of of flying and stuff like that. Do you have, you don't like flying that much, do you? Uh, no, I'm okay with flying. Um, I used to be able to sleep really, really well. Uh, sort of known for being able to just go bang eleven hours. Um, yeah, as I've got older, that has not been the case. Mm. So um, anyway, uh, yeah, it's not. It's not. I don't love it, but. Um, I'm all right with it. So yeah, just don't um, want to know that it could crash. Yeah, I just grew up, you know, remember the Bermuda Triangle and all of that? Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Try not to think about anything negative when you fly. <laughs> yeah, you just never know. But, um, no, thank you for for uh, the well wishes. Yeah, it's going to be a good week. I'm looking forward to it. I fly out. I mean, this is coming out on the 14th, but um, we're recording it on the 4th, and I fly out tomorrow morning. Um, we've got a multi-class uh, swimmer, Lachlan Lau, who's going to start on Friday, Saturday and Sunday and kick us off. And it's always a good start to the week. He loves it and I enjoy coaching him. So it's going to be a good yeah. week. Looking forward to it. So thank you very much. And, yeah, to all the coaches and swimmers out there, as I said, if you're listening to this, 
um, it's already, the week's already pretty much, <laughs> it's, it's already happening. So hopefully it's going well for you. Hopefully the plans landed well. Uh, and as I said, if not, you've got today and tomorrow and you can always um, still, you know, look forward and, and have a couple of good days. So uh, good luck to all. And until we speak again, thank you very much for joining us on the Shannon Rollison podcast. And we'll see you all next time. Thanks, Robbie. Take it easy. Today's episode of Off the Block Swimming Podcast is proudly brought to you, as always, by Pro Swim Workouts. Nico and the team at Pro Swim Workouts have been supporters of the podcast from day one and continue to support the show and the coaching community more broadly with their platform, proswimworkouts.com. Head over to the website right now and become a member to receive all the exclusive content, whether it's programming, in and out of the water, thought-provoking articles, or even just sharing of ideas. It is a one-stop shop. And for all those just looking to browse, head over to proswimworkouts.com to find free workouts, podcast tips, jobs available, and so much more. So what are you waiting for? I'll say it one more time. Head over to proswimworkouts.com right now and let Nico know that Off The Block sent you. 